What's up and welcome back to the Jake Talk Sports Podcast, the first episode of the podcast that is also being recorded with the face cam. You guys can see me talking. If you want to see that and go see on Spotify currently, go ahead and hop on over to the YouTube Jake Talk Sports so you can watch the episode with the face cam. However you're listening, however you're watching, be sure to give us some feedback on Spotify. You can rate us now and you can review us. Five-star rating would be great. Some positive feedback would be great, but also some criticism because I want to know what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. Um, so be sure to do that on Spotify. And then on YouTube, you can just drop a like, leave a comment, do all that fancy stuff and all the other platforms you are on. Also, my DMs on TikTok are open. If you want to be a guest on the podcast and you are someone who is a sports creator or you're just someone who likes sports, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter at JakeTalkSports03 or in the TikTok DMs, and we can set up a time for you to come on the podcast and talk about your team and talk about whatever's going on in the NFL then. Without further ado, let's get into what is going to be a loaded episode. First, we're going to be talking about the absolute monster pile of stuff that is happening in the NFL with free agency, what has happened so far in the past couple of days, and then we're going to move on to March Madness, and we're going to talk about my personal bracket, and we're going to talk about... Um, yeah, my personal bracket, who I think is going to win it all and stuff like that. Some sleeper teams, some upsets that I have, um, happening and that's going to be it because we have a lot to talk about, uh, in both regards. So without further ado, let's start talking about some of the NFL news. Okay. There's a lot to get into here. CJ Uzoma. Let's start with him. I have these all like a Google doc that I'm just reading off of. C.J. Ozoma to the New York Jets on a three-year deal worth $24 million, rounding out to about $8 million a year. This is kind of crazy. Uh, C.J. Ozoma, I was really a guy who I expected to stay in Cincinnati. Uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, actually last episode, me and the Geek Slayers talked about a potential move to Denver for C.J. Ozama. Uh, but never, 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 never was the New York Jets in the conversation. I mean, I don't hate this move. Jets need a tight end. And the Jets made another move that will help Zach Wilson that I'll talk about later in the episode. But C.J. Ozama is a good, good, good tight end. brings good energy. You know, this is a Jets team that really is kind of rebuilding their culture. New head coach, new quarterback. You know, and so a guy like him that's good for the locker room and who now has Super Bowl experience, I think is going to be really, really good for the Jets. They obviously were very weak at tight end. I think Ryan Griffin was their starting tight end. Maybe I'm wrong. They might have had somebody else. But either way, they weren't good. So getting a good uh, core around Zach Wilson is the way to go. You want to test out Zach Wilson's abilities. He showed some flashes at the end of last year. He showed that he can be really, really good in certain situations and almost beat Tom Brady in the Bucks. So... I think he looked really, really good. I still think he's going to end up being a top three, maybe even the best quarterback in this class or from last year's class, I guess. Uh, I really, really, really do believe in Zach Wilson a lot, and they're getting a good core in front of him now, so I don't see any reason why you would hate this move. Maybe if you're a Bengals fan, losing a big piece of your offense in C.J. Ozama, uh, who had some really, really good games for the Bengals last year. But other than that, no reason to hate this move. Uh, I definitely do not hate it. Um Demarcus Lawrence is going to sign a three-year extension with $30 million with Dallas. I think this is the right move. Dallas, I think, after the Amari Cooper thing, just needed to win, and this is a huge, huge, huge win for them. Demarcus Lawrence is super good, 
And the team looked like it was falling apart in free agency. If we're being honest with ourselves, they really looked like they were falling apart. Amari um, Cooper was leaving. There was even a chance at one point that Gallup wasn't going to be coming back. You know, they were not very, very confident, especially with all the money they're giving Dak and Zeke. Dak might just be another Kirk Cousins. We don't know yet. But Marcus Lawrence, that defense still looks to be like that pass rush, I should say. It looks to be pretty darn good. So I would not expect uh, DeMarcus Lawrence to be playing for any more than the three years he just signed, getting up there. But really, really good deal for the Cowboys. And obviously, he's been such a vital piece of their defense for so long that not much else to say, but really, really good move for the Cowboys. Moving on to Evan Ingram to the Jags on a one-year $9 million deal. People are kind of trashing this. They only paid him $9 million, which is not a lot. Tight end's one of their biggest needs. He's a good blocker, and he's shown signs at points in his career that he can be a really, really good, solid, solid, solid tight end. And listen, the guy, yes, has a drop problem. Problem. He's a drop problem. But who knows? He hasn't played in a while, or hasn't been effective in a while. I think Trevor Lawrence throwing to him, not bad at all. One of your, you fill one of your biggest tight end needs with a good blocker, and I think a solid overall tight end. Uh, I don't hate this move at all. A lot of people do. Uh, one of the bigger ones here, J.C. Jackson has signed a five-year, $82.5 million deal to the Chargers. Man. The Chargers now on that defense have Khalil Mack, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, and J.C. Jackson. I like this team a lot. They are, I think, better than the Broncos. Um... Because it's something that Theo Ash put on Twitter. Uh, when you look at their, some of their position groups, O-line, definitely the Chargers have the advantage. Quarterback, I think the Chargers have the advantage. I'm sorry, Russell. Wide receiver core? Yeah, probably the Broncos, but the Broncos, the Chargers receiving core is a lot better at staying healthy than the, Chargers, than the Broncos receiving core is. So I think I trust that receiving core a little bit more. Tight end? Probably the Chargers, even though the Chargers don't have a great one either. O-line, like I said, Chargers, give it to them. Uh, and pass rush, give it to the Chargers. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, are, that is, that's a good pass rush in Denver. Uh, they don't have Von Miller back yet, but that's a good pass rush in Denver still. So I definitely think that that was a good move. Uh, uh, it's a good pass rush in Denver, but I don't think that's better than Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack on each side. That just sounds absolutely overpowered. And then... Safeties, I think Derwin James is better than Justin Simmons. And corners, I think that right now, J.C. Jackson is better than any corner that the Broncos have. Uh, could be expecting a big year out of um, a big year out of Patrick Sertan in his second year. But it's going to take a while for him to get good because corner is one of the hardest parts of the uh, hardest positions to be really, really good at uh, coming out of your rookie year. J.C. Jackson's a vet. This is a perfect move for the Chargers. This is exactly what you need to do. Now, drafting Jordan Davis, that might be game over. Uh, the Raiders are down bad right now. Cedric Wilson to the Dolphins. Three-year, $22.8 million. Like, just under $8 million a year. I don't dislike Cedric Wilson at all. I just think it's an odd move. Uh, I It was an unexpected move. Because uh, right now, all the Cowboys got is C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup, which is not a bad thing to have, but they could have had Cedric Wilson, uh, C.D. Lamb, 
Michael Gallup and even potentially Amari Cooper, depending on how things were going there. Uh, you know, do I hate it? No, not at, not 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 totally, but I do still think that um, I do still think that it's kind of an odd move. But Dolphins just need a good receiver. He's fast. He's kind of like Jalen Waddle. Two of those guys were on around with Tua. Mike McDaniel's a very, very good, good, good guy offensively. He could come up with some good stuff for this offense with both of those guys. So I don't hate it. Uh, definitely not from a money standpoint. It's like the first thing the Dolphins have done in free agency. Uh, this one I like a lot. Devondre Campbell re-signs with the Packers on a five-year deal worth $50 million. Devondre Campbell was a monster for us. He's so, so super, super, super good. I was watching highlights the Cardinals game, uh, and there was this one play, really, really good play from Devondre, where he tracked down uh, Kyler, who was kind of scrambling around the pocket and tried to step up, and he grabbed him by the leg and was able to get him down. And I, I really like Devondre Campbell, huge piece of our defense that looked super, super solid this this year, uh, and a lot of that was because of him and Russell Douglas's play. Russell Douglas, haven't heard any news about him, but I'm hoping that uh, tomorrow or at the week we see something about him returning to the Packers. Um, obviously, Rodgers returned to the Packers. Thought about that last episode. So, we're getting our guys back. Uh, more Packers news. Devonta Adams tells the Packers that he will not play on a franchise tag. I think he will. I think he's just trying to get a long-term deal. Will he get it? Seeing if we just paid Gamble $50 million, and we also just paid Preston Smith, who just sent a four-year extension with us. Releasing, we released Zedaria Smith and, and uh, Billy Turner uh, for cap space, but I don't know how much that actually really helps us. Um, I don't know. Uh, Devontae is a tough case. Uh, speaking of receivers, Braxton Barrios is one of my favorite guys to watch. Uh, re-signs with the Jets on a two-year $12 million deal. This is perfect. He's a good he. They Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Braxton Berrios, now CJ Uzoma. Uh, they resigned Tevin Coleman. They have Michael Carter there. Offense doesn't look bad. Zach Wilson has a good year. That offense doesn't look bad at all. And Bears is one of the better return men in the league. That always helps for field position stuff if they don't necessarily trust Zach Wilson. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, no contract details yet, but he is planning on signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars who are just winning today, filling almost every team need that they had, and they still have the number one overall pick, which I expect now it will be Thibodeau after they upgrade their offensive line a little bit, or they can still get Evan Neal or Iki Kwanu, uh, which would make this offensive line very, very good, because uh, I was afraid just take Cam Robinson who isn't great, but also could probably be serviceable. Um, Brandon Sheriff, love him. One of the best guards in the league. He's going to be fantastic for the Jags. Um... Speaking of Jack's filling needs, let's just get this one out of the way. Christian Kirk signs a four-year deal with up to $84 million. I love Christian Kirk. On my fantasy team last year, he was great. I don't like this move, though. They spent so much money on him when they have other team needs that probably could have been filled in free agency. They could have saved some money for. This makes him like a top-paid receiver, and Christian Kirk has never even had a 1,000-yard season. I like Christian Kirk. ton of upside. Uh, he's very young. He's very talented. But, man, that much money for the guy. I do not know. I, I just don't understand it. If he doesn't if he doesn't come out and have a 1,000-yard season here, this is going to be a flaming for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are never going to hear the end of it. This guy does not come out and just have a 
at least the very least productive season. Uh, so I have Marvin Jones there. They fill a need. But this question all I think is a and DJ Chark are still both there. I think DJ Chark would be a good third there. And LaVisca Chenault, happy having him with my wide receiver four if he stays as well. That's fine with me. Quandre Diggs resigned with Seattle. I mean, that's a good move. I mean, Seattle, chance to lose Jamal Adams. You cannot lose Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs. That is just not an option for you if you're Seattle. So it's good to at least lock one of those guys up. And honestly, I would have rather locked up Quandre Diggs because you can actually play in coverage. Uh, Quandre Diggs is so good, uh, kind of underrated. Uh, I think Seattle is the place for him if they want to even be competitive, which I'm not sure if they're trying to be competitive. But uh, some releases that we heard about. Quant, not Quandre Diggs, he's got signed. Jarvis Landry and A.J. Boye. Let's get A.J. Boye out of the way because this is a kind of a quicker thing. I think the Panthers are just clearing some cap space because they look to be making an offer for Deshaun Watson. And also, I think they're trying to get a, a hard reset in the cornerback room. Stephon Gilmore might be on his way out. If J.C. Horn returning from injury, they still have Jeremy Chin. Uh, drafting a guy might be an option, especially if they end up getting Watson and they don't need to take a quarterback. Uh, Stingley, Booth, even Sauce. Sauce there would be great. Uh, but uh, I think there's clearing some cap room just trying to get rid of some loose ends. And I think Boye was um, not not great for them. And I don't think needed to be great for them. So I think that that was the right move for them. Jarvis Landry, though. I mean, the second that Amari Cooper thing happened, I think it was pretty evident that Jarvis Landry was going to be on his way out of there. Eventually, here's the thing. I love Jarvis Landry, but I think he thinks he's wants to be a number one somewhere. I don't know if he can still serve as number one somewhere. That's the thing with Jarvis Landry. I don't know if he's a number one receiver anymore. Amari Cooper is. And if the Browns, the Browns, if Baker, Baker has a good year, we could be seeing a good, 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 good year out of Amari Cooper. Um, I'm very excited to see what Amari does there, but Landry, come on, Packers. Just in case Devontae doesn't play, but if Devontae plays and we get Landry, great. But if Devontae doesn't play, Landry is, is is playing for us. I'm okay with that. I don't think he's a wide receiver one, but I think I trust him more to be a wide receiver one than Marquez Wallace Scaling, who I actually love, or Equinemia St. Brown. Amari Rodgers might get some more uh, time in the lineup. Uh, had does Has Devontae Adams not played? Uh if Devontae Adams doesn't play this year. So I guess we'll see about that. Um, this is some of my favorite deals from today. Money Mitchell Trubisky, the MVP to Pittsburgh on a two-year deal. I, you have to assume he's going to be their starter. It does say on ESPN that they're going to have quarterback battle between him and Rudolph, which uh, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one, Chief. I think he should start Trubisky, at least for the beginning of the year. I like Trubisky. I still think he can be serviceable as a starter. It's going to be run-heavy offense. They're upgrading. Hopefully, they're, upgrading, they're going to upgrade their offensive line. Uh, they do that uh, in the draft or in free agency or what have you. Uh, they don't need to take a quarterback in the draft anymore, so they could go after Charles Cross if he's there when their pick does come around. Uh, don't know if Charles Cross will still be there, um, but... I have to imagine maybe Ty Linderbaum will be there. I have to imagine one of the, the better offensive linemen is still going to be there when the Sewers pick. So, give me money, Mitch, to Pittsburgh is one of my favorite deals of the day. James Conner signs the extension with the Cardinals, and their other running back is really good. Chase Edmonds to Miami. Miami, I love this move for you, Miles Gaskin. Not great. Chase Edmonds, good. I like Chase Edmonds a lot. Miami, running back, perfect. This is a perfect fit. Good receiver. That's going to be good for Tua and his RPOs. 
Uh, he's going to be good for two in a short game. Check him down to his running back. Edmonds is a great, great option for Miami and probably pretty cheap. I don't think there's contrary details out for him yet. James Connors has an extension. I don't love it. I'm not entirely sold on James Conner with the Cardinals yet. I think he's kind of the similar season to what he had against the, not against, but with the Steelers uh, the year before he moved to Arizona. So I'm not entirely sure that this is like the perfect move for the Cardinals, but I don't know how much they need to run the ball with Kyler throwing it. So Cardinals also signed Colt McCoy to a two-year deal. Uh, so Kyler's leaving, confirmed. Uh, thought about Smith and Turner. Thought about Smith signing four years. Now we just got to talk about what happened yesterday, last night to be specific. Last night, I worked a shift at my job. And I went and had Taco Bell with one of my friends. And I checked my phone for the first time while we were sitting there eating. And there's a text from my dad, who's a Bucks fan. And he says, did you see Brady came back? And I said, there's absolutely no way. There's no way. Lo and behold, the greatest quarterback of all time is playing his 23rd season with the Bucs. They're immediately a contender. That's all I got to say. I hate you, Tom Brady. Uh, Kirk Cousins this is the last one we're talking about for this portion of the episode. Kirk Cousins. My man, the Geekslist, shout out to you. I know you ain't happy. I know you're not, you, you ain't happy about this one. One year extension. They're holding on to him for one more year. We talked about on the podcast. The one thing you cannot do with Kirk Cousins is sign him to an extension, and they did it. So, one-year extension for Kirk. Uh, get your money. You're 59-59-2 in your career. Whoop-de-doo. See a playoff win. He's won with the Vikings. But <sighs> Hey, you can stay in the edge North as long as he wants to. He's welcome to stay as a Packers fan. Uh, yeah, but that is all we have. There's a lot more that went on during free agency. Just I just wanted to hit on some of the more major stuff. So, without further ado, let's talk just a little bit about March Madness. Okay, so we're going to go through my bracket that I have in my floors. I'm in a bunch of different groups, but this is the bracket that I made for my floor. Um, uh, uh, bracket challenge group. We're just going to speed run these picks. And uh, so let's start with the round sixty four in the West. I have Gonzaga over Georgia State. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a video, a YouTube video, uh, going through my bracket, like with you guys actually being able to see it. Uh, but this is just gonna be like an audio rundown. In the West, I've Gonzaga over Georgia State, clearly. Memphis over Boise, UConn over New Mexico State, Arkansas over Vermont. Whoever it is, Rutgers and Notre Dame over Bama. I'm a little bit low on Bama. Texas Tech over Montana State. Davidson over Michigan State. This is another upset that I kind of like, but also I'm kind of scared of. Uh, seeing as Michigan State lost to Michigan, I know that's a rivalry, but I do think that that, does actually gonna, that is actually going to hold some weight in the tournament. Uh, Duke over CSU Fullerton, clearly. Uh, in the East, I've got Baylor over Norfolk State. North Carolina over Marquette. I went back and forth on this one, but I'm going to go with Marquette for now. Sorry, North Carolina for now. St. Mary's over Wyoming or Indiana. I I really think this could be a 14, uh, sorry, a 12-5 upset. I really think this could be a 12-5 upset, but I'm going to go with St. Mary's. UCLA over Akron. Virginia Tech over Texas. I like VTech a lot. I don't like Texas that much uh, when it comes to, like, not like like them like as a fan, like them just as a team. Uh, Purdue over Yale, 
Murray State over San Francisco. This is the one that in all my brackets I just keep changing. I think San Francisco is probably going to beat them, but I'm going to have Murray State. And then Kentucky over St. Peter's in the South. Okay, in the South. Arizona over whoever, whoever gets put there. I don't care who gets put there. Arizona over them. Seton Hall over TCU, another one that I'm coming, kind, of, kind of going back and forth on. Eight and nine games, you can really go either way, and you could probably be right. Houston over UAB, I like Houston a lot. Illinois, another team I like a lot over Ch- Chattanooga. Uh, Colorado State, I just don't see them winning a, a March Madness game. I have Michigan over them. Tennessee over Longwood. I love Chicago. I live in Chicago. No, I'm not there currently. I'm home for spring, but I live in Chicago. So, that's what the home city. I actually think they will beat Ohio State. So, Loyola, Chicago, over Ohio State, and then Villanova over Delaware. Finally, in the Midwest, Kansas over whoever they end up playing. Creighton over San Diego State. I pick San Diego State to win in round one every single year, and they never do. So, I'm going Creighton this time. Watch this will be the year San Diego State wins. Iowa over Richmond. I like Richmond a lot. I think their mascot's cool, but I've been winning a lot of my brackets. But Providence over South Dakota State, Iowa State over LSU. Like Iowa State, a lot of defense is really, really good. Wisconsin over Colgate, USC over Miami, and Auburn over Jacksonville State. Although Jacksonville State could be a 215 upset. That would ruin most brackets, including my own. Okay. In the West for the round of 32, Gonzaga over Memphis, Arkansas over UConn. Went back and forth on that one, but Texas Tech over Rutgers or uh, Notre Dame and Duke over Davidson in the East. Baylor over North Carolina, UCLA. I like UCLA a lot again this year over St. Mary's. VTech over Purdue. Purdue, a lot of people have them as a Final Four team. I don't know about that. I think Purdue runs into some trouble, Virginia Tech, and then Kentucky over Murray State. In the South, I got Arizona over Seton Hall. Illinois over Houston. I think Illinois is really good. Uh, Tennessee over Michigan. I think Michigan's run ends in the round of 32. And then Villanova over Loyola, which could bite me in the butt because Loyola seems to make a run. Kansas over Creighton in the Midwest. Iowa over Providence. I like Providence a lot, but I don't know if they're going to beat Iowa. And then Wisconsin over Iowa State. I'm a Wisconsin guy. Also, I just think they're better than Iowa State. And then Auburn over USC. You can see where I could get into some trouble with Auburn. Uh, Gonzaga over Arkansas, Sweet 16 in the West. And then Texas Tech over Duke. This is a big one for this bracket. Baylor over UCLA. Kentucky over VTech. VTech's run ends in the Sweet 16. South, Illinois over Arizona. One seed goes down. Tennessee over Villanova, Kansas over Iowa in the Midwest, and then Wisconsin over Auburn. In the Elite Eight, in the West, Gonzaga loses to Texas Tech, Kentucky over Baylor, Illinois over Tennessee in the South, Baylor over Kentucky, sorry, Kentucky over Baylor in the East, Baylor goes down. I'm actually going to change the text to Baylor right now. I don't think Baylor gets beat by Kentucky. And then Kansas over Wisconsin. Finally, in the final four, Texas Tech over Baylor, Kansas over Illinois, Texas Tech and Kansas for the final. Texas Tech is my champion. Texas Tech is my champion in that bracket. Let me know what you guys think of it in the YouTube comment section or in the reviews even of the Spotify. 
Uh, I'll be reading all of the reviews and comments. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Jake Talk Sports Podcast. If you did enjoy it, be sure to leave a comment, rate us, review us on Spotify, and we will see you in the next episode.